Inside Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. Coming up in about uh, 15 minutes, we're going to be talking about herbs and um, medicine songs. So that'll be happening in about 15 minutes here on Late Night Health. Right now, we're going to spend some time, more time, with uh, small, the author of Small Fry, Lisa Brennan Jobs. And I wanted to, I asked this question quite a bit. When somebody is diagnosed with the big C, there's all kinds of things that go through their head. When you learn that your father had cancer, what went through your head? I think that I was in some degree of denial for a while not quite understanding it because often it's not phrased that way there's so many I don't really know much about cancer really but there are so many different cancers and they're they have their own specific needs and cures and drugs and so I was very much just to whatever degree I was included in the discussion which wasn't completely I think I was just along for the ride of you know, the next thing that was working or not working. I wasn't thinking of it as this monolithic thing. Um, And then also, when he was getting closer to dying, I just didn't understand, as I'm sure, I mean, maybe other people have this in common with me, but I just didn't feel like, it felt like it could go on for another million years or it could go on for another day. I, I couldn't tell how close it was how bad it was even when it was bad it life felt like it would just find a way to keep going and so li- and life does I guess the short answer i was kind of ignorant and but life does go on it's hard especially right then but life does go on when we lose our loved ones that's true. Right. It did feel strange to me just how the world kept on going. I've heard other people say that too. Yeah. With someone out of it, and then it just it just carries on with so much energy, and that felt strange, but also wonderful. And having a child, I do feel that acutely. Oh, I'm part of the past now. <laughs> yeah. No matter what I do, I'm the past. I'm the sepia photograph. You know. <laughs> I like that. Um, one of the things in the book, which is a recurring theme, and it's something that, again, we've talked a lot about here on Late Night Help, is the fact that I think loneliness, even in a city of, what, 4 million people like in, in New York or 8 million people here in the L.A. area, we've got, what, 5, 6 million? 13. 13. I can't even count. I think we have about eight or nine in the New York area, don't we? Anyway. Anyway, yeah, something like that. I just There are a lot of people, but we're lonely. Why are we lonely? It seems like it's a really important question of this time. I was not, I don't remember being particularly lonely as a child. I'm not sure if it's coming through that I was or I wasn't. Um, but... Um, certainly connection is the most important thing to people, right? Right. And they're not necessarily finding it online. And they're not necessarily finding it in machines. Yeah. Or gadgets. You know, it's it's interesting. My wife and I will go out to dinner 
and we'll 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 watch a couple and they're obviously on a first or second date and they're sitting there texting and i always want to know if they're texting each other but it's i don't think they're texting each other yeah i don't know maybe they're finding more tinder dates as they're on one date i guess it's just there's an interesting question about boredom um i think creativity lies beyond boredom and one of the problems with leaning too heavily on these crutches, like our phones or computers or other things, is that we don't let ourselves get through that uncomfortable adjustment to sitting in our skin and not knowing what's next and not getting feedback from the outside world. And I think through, you know, through boredom, greatness lies, kind of all the good <laughs> stuff that people want lies through that. And it would make sense the way the world works, right? That like the good stuff is is through the through a gate of difficulty. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, you know, it's just like it seems unfair, but it might be true. And and part of the problem with loneliness is that you know if you feel really deeply into it, it it can maybe become solitude. I spent a lot of time alone writing this book. Actually, I had to be really careful not to have too too much of a social life because it's really hard to work that hard and see lots of people. And I found that past loneliness was a lot of freedom. Well, a couple of things bear out, uh, especially under your circumstance. Money can't buy health and can't buy happiness. I guess it also can't buy time. No. Which is the most important thing, like spending time doing the things we love and with the people we love. Absolutely. And you can't really buy that. I guess, I mean, obviously it helps past a certain point. Um, we uh, we are at it, Lisa, it's gone so fast. Uh, the, the book is, is a, a New York Times bestseller already. Published date is just is this week. Um, the name of the book is Small Fry, and uh, I highly encourage you to read it. It's, it. It really is a great book. And Lisa, anytime you want to talk about life in general you're a writer you npr la times gq all this stuff anytime you have something to talk about give us a call and you're welcome back to late night help okay thank you so much for having me thank, thank you. you very much all right i'm mark allen along with the insane daryl wayne don't go away more coming up